Today in the Joy in the Word podcast, we pick up in the Gospel of Mark. Now, as you know, we've just now finished the Gospel of Matthew, and so the Gospel of Mark is going to seem relatively similar. Obviously, they're telling the same story. Biblical scholars have done quite a bit of research on this. We talked about it before Matthew. The synoptic Gospels, which are Matthew, Mark, and Luke, are very similar And they've determined that 91% of Mark's gospel is contained in the gospel of Matthew. So, like I said, they will be very similar. So, who's Mark? Well, he was known, actually, uh, as John Mark. And he was, most notably, the friend of Peter. I actually want to read you an excerpt describing their relationship. It says, Mark was a close associate of Peter from whom he received the tradition of the things said and done by the Lord. This tradition did not come to Mark as a finished sequential account of the life of our Lord, but as the preaching of Peter, preaching directed to the needs of the early Christian communities. And then Mark accurately preserved this material. So once again, remember that John Mark was not one of the disciples. But he spent a significant amount of time being taught by Peter, who was. Some people hold that Mark wrote this book in the 50s and 60s AD, but others feel like it was closer to 70 AD. Early church tradition has Mark being written in the regions of Italy, most specifically in Rome. So Mark begins his gospel with John the Baptist preparing the way. And like we discussed in the book of Matthew, he is directly quoting the prophet Isaiah. So it says, the beginning of the gospel about Jesus Christ, the son of God. It is written in Isaiah the prophet, I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way. A voice of one calling in the desert, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight the paths for him. And so John came baptizing in the desert region and preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him, confessing their sins. They were baptized by him in the Jordan River. John wore clothing made of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. And this was his message. After me will come one more powerful than I, the thongs of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Then the next part goes into the baptism and temptation of Jesus. At that time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. As Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, you are my son whom I love. With you I am well pleased. At once the spirit sent him out into the desert and he was in the desert for 40 days being tempted by Satan. He was with the wild animals and angels attended him. So a couple things I want to point out again here that we did in Matthew. It says in verse 10, 
that when Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the spirit descending on him like a dove. So you'll remember from Genesis in chapter 8 when the flood washed the earth. And after 40 days, Noah opened the window he had made in the ark. He sent out a raven. It kept flying back and forth until the water dried up from the earth. But then he sent out a dove to see if the water had receded from the surface of the ground. But the dove could find no place to set its feet because there was water over the surface of the earth. So it returned to Noah in the ark. He reached out his hand and took the dove and brought it back to himself and waited seven more days and again sent out the dove from the ark. When the dove returned to him in the evening, there in its beak was a freshly plucked olive leaf. So when the earth was baptized, when the earth was washed clean, the dove came down and brought the symbol of peace, the olive leaf. And here when Jesus was baptized and the earth was cleansed, because we were cleansed of our sins because of what Jesus did for us in this example. So when Jesus was baptized, the Holy Spirit descended on him like a dove. Now the end of that section in verse 12 talks about Jesus being tempted for 40 days in the desert by Satan. And you'll remember from Matthew in chapter 4, we discussed the things that Satan tempted Jesus with. You'll remember Satan tried to get Jesus to eat because he was hungry. He tried to offer him the world because it was his to give. He tried to get him to throw himself down off of the mountain because the angels would have to save him. Now picking up in verse 14, this section is entitled The Calling of the First Disciples. After John was put in prison, that's John the Baptist, Jesus went into Galilee proclaiming the good news of God. The time has come, he said, the kingdom of God is near. Repent and believe the good news. As Jesus walked beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew, and that's Simon Peter. And they were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. When he had gone a little farther, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John in a boat preparing their nets. Without delay, he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat and the hired men, and they followed him. The next part of this section is entitled, Jesus Drives Out an Evil Spirit. They went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, Jesus went into the synagogue and began to teach. The people were amazed at his teaching because he taught them as one who had authority, not as one of the teachers of the law. Just then, a man in their synagogue who was possessed by an evil spirit cried out, What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. So this is important because there were so many people that did not recognize Jesus, but the evil spirits did recognize him. Be quiet, said Jesus sternly. Come out of him. The evil spirit shook the man violently and then came out with a shriek. The people were all so amazed that they asked each other, What is this, a new teaching and with authority? He even gives orders to evil spirits and they obey him. News about him spread quickly over the whole region of Galilee. The next section is entitled, Jesus Heals Many. As soon as they left the synagogue, they went with James and John to the home of Simon and Andrew. Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever. 
and they told Jesus about her. So he went to her, took her hand, and helped her up. The fever left her, and she began to wait on them. That evening, after sunset, the people brought to Jesus all the sick and demon-possessed. The whole town gathered at the door, and Jesus healed many who had various diseases. He also drove out many demons, but he would not let the demons speak, because they knew who he was. Then the next section, Jesus prays in a solitary place. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went to a solitary place where he prayed. Simon and his companions went to look for him, and when they found him, they exclaimed, Everyone is looking for you. Jesus replied, Let us go somewhere else, to the nearby villages, so I can preach there also. That is why I have come. So he traveled throughout Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and driving out demons. And then the last section of this chapter is a man with leprosy. A man with leprosy came to him and begged him on his knees, If you are willing, you can make me clean. Filled with compassion, Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. Immediately the leprosy left him and he was cured. So this leper understood God's sovereignty. He understands that if it's the Lord's will, it will be done. He said, if you're willing, you can make me clean. Jesus said, I am willing, be clean. Jesus sent him away at once with a strong warning. See that you don't tell this to anyone, but go show yourself to the priest and offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. Instead, he went out and began to talk freely, spreading the news. As a result, Jesus could no longer enter a town openly but stayed outside in lonely places. Yet the people still came to him from everywhere. So that ends chapter one. And we'll pick up next time in the Gospel of Mark in chapter two.